Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. We've done talking to the Biden administration. We're going to replace Biden in November 2024. The cartels, what are you watching? Some new comfortable TV. You're going to have to change your business model, son. We're about to secure 1,954 miles of our border. We're going to control the desert. We're going to control and secure the state and county roads. We're going to seize your vehicle. We're going to chip them, send them back to you. We're going to arrest and flip your men. We're going to chip them and send them back to you. We're going to push you into the water. We're going to push you into the Pacific to your east. We're going to push you into the Caribbean and the Gulf to your west. We're going to identify investigate and flip your bankers. You're not even gonna know that they're working for us. You've been living fat for a couple of years while your boy Biden stumbles around and your employee Mayorkas executes your old policies. But that's done because in November of this year, Republicans will regain the majority in this body. And our border will very quickly be secured. So, fair warning, fellas. We're coming. On behalf of the St. Landry Parish Sheriff's Office, the Louisiana State Police, the U.S. Marshals, and every cop and law-abiding citizen from sea to shining sea, I'm Captain Clay Higgins asking every patriot to stand up, share this video, and send a clear message to the world. We're Americans. We'd rather die on our feet than live on our knees. Starting off with Republican, I mean, with, with Representative Republican Clay Higgins. We really enjoy that young man. Uh, again, I was surprised when I saw him in Congress. I, I was like, I, I seen him in Louisiana causing causing havoc, doing this thing. But I, I 
I was I was flipping through the videos one day. I was like, damn if he don't look familiar. Because he was all cleaned up. He he had on his French Riviera type of like, he is big pimping. Who is that? And then when he started talking, I was like, uh-uh. No, no. It, he's in Congress? Oh, my God. So, Clay Higgins, we support you here on the Wayne Dupree Show. Let me introduce you to the godfather of conservative radio, Ms. Hutch Bailey Jr. Hello, Wayne and Jason. Hello, everybody. Just glad to be here. And we also have the baby of the bunch I'm talking about from Muslim Soda, Mr. Jason Robinson. Hutch, Wayne, happy Thursday. Folks listening and watching, give us a like, comment, and share. Helps us beat the algorithm. As was, I that, said, was that tape recent? The first one? That's all, did he just do that? No. It but, I like, find, but I couldn't find the original one. It sounded like, no, I mean the one on the border. Right. I couldn't find it. I couldn't find um, I got that off of TikTok. Because that sounded like somebody already told him he was going to be the attorney general. I know. It sounded good, didn't it? <laughs> it did. It did sound good. It did sound good. Um, before we get into a lot of, we got a lot of news to talk about in a short time to do it. Before we get into it, I, I mentioned that we would have a call line set up for many of you to call in and leave your like voice message or leave a statement if you have a tip for one of us to leave it. So now I can say that we have it. 1-800-895-5725. 1-800-895-5725. You can, it's, it's, it's available 24 uh, seven. Just be respectful. And again, um, if you want to ask us a question or uh, you have some concerns or whatnot, that's why this line is here. Also, you know, there are some individuals out there that uh, like to spam call-in shows, by the way, <laughs> and then make video shows about it. <laughs> this is the way to stop that. <laughs> oh, man, I had, for, I had forgotten that era. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the attitude era for uh, the way you appreciate We had dudes making shows about our show. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, what what really got us is <laughs> we were doing the show. Hutch is on the show, and I get a call from Hutch. <laughs> That's like he hacked my Skype account. Yeah, oh. <laughs> and I and I called the FBI. Oh Jesus! Did he get third, the right third time in my life I called the cops. Yep. Yeah, and actually, he took he, he took all of the Dupree stuff down. As a matter of fact, and um, I mean, I laugh at him going after other people. I was like, <laughs> I mean, because it's kind of funny. He was a uh, really good videographer, man. He could mess with yeah. the video that, like, he would yeah. make us sound stupid. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Sometimes we do that on our own. Let's be fair. This was better uh, though. This was another level. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm laughing at the rat, um, the rat picture. <laughs> <laughs> he even made a rap song about us. Oh, really? I should, I should yeah. find that. Should I find that? You know what? I don't think you're going to, you can try, but he's taking down a lot of stuff from the Dupree era. 
the yeah, he's taking down a lot of stuff. That don't matter. I'd be capturing it. Hutch <laughs> knows where the download button is. <laughs> okay. With that said, um, uh, we uh, we we appreciate you tuning into the show. We're going to have Roy um, Guo from the New Federal State of China coming up. I got soon. it. You got it. Yeah, give me a minute. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, right now, Trump, uh, wait, uh, Trump trial. Uh, the New York judge uh, has said to Trump and his attorneys that uh, the trial is set for March 25th. This is a criminal trial. Um, this is a criminal trial, or I, I don't know, some hush money or something like that. I, I mean, I'm really don't know. Well, from what I know, I'm getting ready to tell you, and then um, I want to hear from my guys, but um, if there's if there's if there's one trial that I mean Trump really doesn't want to go to any trial. That's that's not enough. But if there's one trial that he can make a political point is this because um, um, as um, intellectual interference. Uh, now Trump has said that there is no crime. Um, he even had his, I know we were talking about this, I think yesterday or the day before, about he asked to appear, but he had his appearance waived, but he showed up anyway from from uh, from what I've been reading. So um, bottom line is it was supposed to be hush payments toward Stormy Daniels or something like that. Uh, but making hush payments is not a crime. People do it all the time. It's just Alvin Bragg is claiming that he paid that he paid off Stormy Daniels, and it was put on the books as a campaign contribution. Now, uh, Trump's attorney, Michael Cohen, Cohen said he paid the girl off. So, I mean, I, I don't know how that's going to turn out there. But actually, um, your facts are just a little tweaked there. Okay, hold on. The um, the New York, these the the well, okay, I, I don't know why my eyes read differently, but I'm um, the New York and DC. Well, um, the attorneys that tried to get the uh, the court to kick the case, but the judge basically stopped the attorney this morning for talking and said, You don't have a date in DC. And you don't have a date in Florida, and you don't have a date in Georgia, so you're gonna show up for the March um, um, thing. And then Trump also, great news um, is that they have found out that the New York judge and the D.C. judge have been talking. So, and so Trump's attorneys have a good case of possible collaboration between both of those judges. So that is that is what um, I read or a couple of things that I've read and put together and wanted to bring before y'all this morning. Jason, you can go. Uh, so to understand this New York case, Alvin Braggs, this is a Stormy Daniels case. We'll start with a quiz for the viewing audience, especially like Terry and the other people that hate Trump. The question would be, the, the the hush money payments are perfectly legal. Nobody's disputing that. 
the the question at trial is should Trump have paid it personally or should his campaign have paid it? That's what this case comes to. So answer that question, like put it in the chat. Should it be Trump personally paying the hush money or should it have been his campaign? Because what he's charged with is he paid it personally through Michael Cohen and they are charging him that he should have paid it out of his campaign donations. That doesn't make sense. No, hmm. because, well, what they're saying is, is because the hush money payment, and this is why, like, if you read the brief on it, it or the charges, it's the stupidest thing ever. It says the hush money was designed to help his political campaign. So since it was supposed to help his political campaign, the money should have come out of his campaign fund, not his personal fund. This is what the charge is. And if you ask a normal person, most people would either say it doesn't really matter or he should probably pay that out of his own pocket. That's what I would have said. Yeah, right. that's what I, I would have said that, too. I mean, campaign money gets you put in jail. Yeah, it does. That's like a it's like a government credit card, man. You don't want to mess around with that thing. I'm surprised. I mean, and actually, we've seen people go down because they use campaign money for other things yeah. other than the campaign. Yeah, if uh, he used campaign money, they'd be coming after him for inappropriate use of campaign. You know they would. Yeah. And that's probably right. why he used his own money. Right. And then they yeah. try to report on it because they said, oh, he set up a shadow business or something to funnel the money through. And he set up an LLC to make the payments, which is not uncommon when you're doing things like that because uh, there are multiple financial transactions. The other thing they're pinging him for is Cohen paid it and then he was paying Cohen, but he charged, he coded it as legal bills, not as an NDA agreement on the invoice. And probably Cohen was probably the person that told him he should pay it out of personal funds. Yeah. Well, I mean, so this is, where the story gets, so, yeah. this is where the story gets weird too. Part of their charging doc is because Cohen and, and his law firm got pinched for tax evasion. They had like six or seven charges that they had him dead to rights on, like writing off personal expenses for hundreds of thousands of dollars. And as part of the plea agreement, he pled guilty to all those charges. Plus he agreed to plead guilty to campaign finance violations because he said, yeah, this money should have come out of the campaign account instead of the personal account or the business account. Now, Trump, um, Trump did get to speak this morning um, as, as, um, as he was walking in. Um, let me see if I have that. I, I know I have it because yeah, let me get that up here. Um, here we go. So thank you very much. Everything that I've heard and read, even from legal scholars, said there's absolutely no case here. It's not a crime. This is not a crime. And when you look at what's going on outside of the streets, where violent crime is at an all-time high, uh, I think it's a very, very, it's a great double standard. The other thing, this case could have been brought three years ago. There is no case. They decided not to bring it. District Attorney Bragg didn't want to bring it. He said he doesn't want to bring this case. But it's not a crime. We're here for something that is not a crime. Nobody's ever seen anything like it. What it is is election interference. It's being run by Joe Biden's White House. 
Yep. This top person was placed here in order to make sure everything goes right. This is a this is a terrible time for our country. This is a real dark period for our country. His top person, Colangelo and some others, have been placed into the DA's office to make sure they do a good job of election interference. There's never been anything like this in the history of our country. With all of this being said, I look outside, I look at the streets, it's so different from when I left New York. It's so different. It's dirty and it's crime-ridden. And today you walk down the street, you get mugged or you get shot, and they're doing this where literally legal experts, legal scholars said they don't understand it. There's no crime. And there was no crime here at all. This is just a way of hurting me in the election because I'm leading by a lot. We're leading by numbers that nobody's ever seen before. And they figured this is their way of cheating this time. Last time they had a different way. This time they have something that's really down and dirty that no, frankly, no country does other than a third world country, a banana republic. So we're going to do our process. Uh, they want to rush it because they want to get it desperately before the election. And if it goes before the election, that's what they want to do. They don't care after the election. They wouldn't have brought this except for the fact, no way, except for the fact I'm running for president and doing well. If I were doing poorly, they wouldn't have brought it. And frankly, uh, if I didn't run, they would have been extremely happy because they don't like me running and they don't like the numbers. The poll numbers have us beating him by a lot. So that's where we are. I'll talk to you later after. We don't know what's going to happen. We want delays. Obviously, I'm running for election. I can't. How can you run for election to be sitting in a courthouse in Manhattan all day long? I'm supposed to be in South Carolina right now, where other people are and where, again, this is where I should be. I shouldn't be in a courthouse or something that virtually every legal scholar says they don't understand that there's no crime. Even if he was guilty of something, there's no crime. So I will say that uh, enjoy it. It's a sad thing. It's a sad day for New York. They really do. Look, I love the city and I love the state. They have to focus on violent crime that's taking place outside. You have a new form of crime now. You have migrant crime. Migrants are trying to beat up our police officers. They're trying to do things that we've never seen before, actually. We are going to have a problem with, I call it Biden migrant crime, because you have millions of people came into this, this place, this country that has been so badly hurt. And they're, they're doing things that nobody's ever seen before. So you have violent migrant crime, and they're after me for doing nothing wrong. You know, I paid almost $300 million in taxes over the period of time. $300 million. And they say, oh, let's get Trump out. You have people that it's everything is politics in this city, including decisions and judges and everything else. It has to straighten out and they have to focus on violent crime, not made up crime. Thank you very much. We'll see you later. Mr. Thank President, you. can you expand on your NATO comments? And that was President Trump responding. Um, he probably is going to have something to say when he leaves. Thoughts? Thoughts? Wow. Um, I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. Courage is contagious, and I thank the Lord for his. Uh, this guy, if I was him, I would be in Costa Rica, and no one would know my name. Yeah. We can thank God that this guy has the courage and the fortitude and the love of what whatever's left to love the love of New York and country. Uh, I thank you, President Trump. I thank you with all my heart. He's in his 70s. Mm -hmm. 
I echo those sentiments. I, I mean, President Trump has given more Americans courage and showed us what it's like to fight than anybody. And like we had shared one of the comments about some idiots and all oh, Trump's a traitor. Yeah, Jorge. Jorge. I don't know where Jorge's from. We had a, a knucklehead in the chat yesterday. Yeah, here's the thing, folks. Donald Trump is in a courtroom in New York City facing criminal charges over how he paid an NDA. It's the stupid, and the guy's running for president. This is weaponization of the government against the citizens. This needs to stop. And Jorge's so stupid, he won't even tell me where the money should come out of. He, notice he didn't answer that question, saying, because if you ask any normal person, anybody would default and say, well, yeah, he'd just pay that personally. Like that was his personal NDA. And they're charging him for not paying it out of campaign funds. And then he mentioned taxes because there's some tax implications for that. And like the 100000 he paid in taxes is going to make any difference really in his taxes. Old, old Zuck ought to worry too, man. We got a freaking chat room full of Facebook lovers that are Trump lovers. Oh, they, yeah. That are really, really toeing the line. You guys are doing great work in the chat room. <laughs> Chats yeah. be popping today. Now, you're right, though. Um, uh, I was thinking about it this morning when I saw him walking to the camera. Y'all, I start shaking my head. I'm like, God, dog. <laughs> I, I know. I know it. Dang. It's like and I, I'll tell you what, you look at all the indicators. The World Economic Forum, the stock market, this guy's going to be president. Yeah, and then everything comes after it. Then it's then it's freaking wartime. Yeah, we, we got we got to have his back. We got to have his back. I'm telling you, this is the last chance we have. They're already the house is already trying to institute a black swan false flag. It's it's right there. Well, can they do better than China or than Russian space nukes? Come on, you know if about, you want to, the, about uh, that, about that, um, about that, uh, the house. Another um, representative is leaving. Yeah, the Homeland Security Committee Chairman. This guy, you know, <laughs> I go back to 2018. I'm like. There's something brewing with these people. I got a hypothesis. I was thinking about you saying that, so I started thinking about that. Mm -hmm. And I think what happened initially in 18, I think that was people realizing, see, these people are in this game for life. This guy's been in Congress since the 1800s. You know, th this is something that they're, it's a lifestyle. It's what they do. And it's above and beyond anything that any of us know. I mean, these guys have sex parties and everything. And, and even if you're not into that, they sit there and they drink all night and they go to these cocktail parties and things like that. And I think in 2018, they realized that Trump was pulling the house down and a bunch of those guys jetted out. But then as we get further and further down the line, this guy, think of what he knows. Department of Homeland Security chairman, what Department of Homeland Security is doing to us and is doing to the president. I think these guys lately, I think they're running to avoid getting nailed. They know that Trump's coming back with both guns blazing as well. But, he should be. And I think they find themselves in a difficult spot because representative Mark green would be a key component 
in Trump doing what he needs to do exactly. to root out the deep state. And let's say Rep. Mark Green is clean, which who knows? But look, look at him. Knows, tell you, he wouldn't I be clean. He wouldn't be the chairman if he was clean. I know, I'm just saying, let's just leave that hypothetical. Yeah. yeah. If he was clean, yeah, he might be. I don't know. If he was clean and he's doing what he needs to do, the entire weight of the government's coming after him. Buckle right. up. Right. Buckle up. Yeah. Um, giddy up. Um, when I saw this and I see the other ones and whatnot, no wonder um, um, your boy, uh, what's his name? Uh, from um, from um, what is his name? Who who got kicked out? Santos from New York. No wonder he is making fun of uh, the Republicans right now. <laughs> you know they're busted. Yeah, you know that. That's why they threw him out. Yep. I mean that the the nefarious things that he did. We're stupid, but that they, they found those. They didn't kick them out for that. No, I mean, why do you think Madison Cawthorn's not serving in the house anymore? Exactly. I mean, oh, it's yeah. t- the cards are starting to show, man. I mean, it's I, I think of DC like I told you yesterday that when I see Hillary Clinton, I smell her. And <laughs> I think when I think of DC, I think of perverts. Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I, I thought about he has a case, a case in New York. You have a case in D.C. You have a case in Georgia. And he has one in Florida. Damn, that's and like, all of those are coming they, due. Did they do that? I just thought of that. Did they do that? There's a thing in the federal prison system. It's called diesel therapy. And what mm-hmm. they do to keep you offline is they never let you in one jail. They're doing this with J6ers. They never let you in one jail for longer than a year. Right. That's, um, yeah, that's what they're doing to one of my guys who yeah. who was setting up uh, us some interviews and stuff. And he said, yeah, they had me in Kentucky and now I'm down in Tennessee. And and it's like they, keep they, do, it the, they do it in the middle of the night. They pull yeah, you out yeah, of your yeah, cell yeah. at two in the morning and they throw you in a holding room. And then after several, several hours, they throw you on a bus and take you to the airport on Con Air. You don't even know where you're going. Con Air. Well, here's what's wild, too. That's a real thing. Yeah. Late yesterday, Jack Smith did a court filing saying, talking about speedy trial and how important it was. Meanwhile, you've got all these January 6th people that have been in jail for over a year without a trial. Three years. Right. For essentially the same stuff or the same occurrence. And it's like, where's their speedy? How can these people even say that with a straight face? They're just liars. You know how? You know how? Because half of the more than half of this country is asleep. That's why. Right. They have no idea what's going on. And the best thing that ever happened to us is the 500 and so layoffs at the media. The media is going to be weaker this election season than it's ever been. And that's to our advantage. We better we better stand up and speak up and start publishing stuff. Yep. Yeah. We're getting ready to bring Roy on our young brother from the new federal state of China. Before he jumps in, I want to play a video, and then um, we're going to have him. Don't forget to support our vets. Go to splitrockcoffee.com and use the code name WD Show. Uh, It is some some 
some of the best coffee that you can drink. And honestly, you really don't need cream for it. That, that's that's one of my things for it. You really don't need cream to drink. I'm gonna try that. Yeah, yeah, you don't. I'd love not putting that powder in my drink every time. I use liquid. I use just go half and half, Hutch. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I don't use enough of it that the, it'll go bad in my refrigerator. Really? Because I only drink it one cup a day. Oh, half mm-hmm. and half keeps a long time. Yeah, yeah. you need to hurry up then. I mean, you I've used it. it. I've used it. I, you, I use it over yeah. the holidays mostly. Just one yeah. little dab in your first cup, and then when you refill, it gets yeah. darker. By the time Dude, you get to the bottom, I got to pour that stuff dark. in there. It ain't white enough. <laughs> pour it in there, man. Yeah, Coffee. and to answer Philip's question, I, I am on the dark roast today. I'm not on the medium roast. It's a little too much caffeine. I got a little out. fired up yesterday. I'll give you a, I'll give you a tip about half and half. Pour it on cereal. Oh, oh it's delicious. It's delicious. Oh. You believe, you know what? Here we go. Rather, no, I'd no. rather decouple from China, and I'd rather have it done like right now. Look, every single dollar that we send to China enhances their economy and enhances their military and enhance, enhances their view of they want to dominate the, the world. I don't, you know, we have to, you know, look China straight in the eye and say, what are your intentions? Well, they've told us what their intentions are, to dominate economically the world and to dominate militarily the world and a new world order, uh, which the United States, I don't think, is going to be part of that new world order. And so, yeah, I think it's time that we start to decouple from China. Easier said than done, I know, but in a perfect world, I wouldn't be sending a dime to China. Easier said than done. No, just do it. What's up, Mr. Roy Guo from the new federal state of China? What's going on? Hey, Wayne. Hey, Hutch. Hey, so nice to be back after the Lunar New Year. That's, hey, I told you this man is cleaner than the Board of Health. You see that suit? That he, had? <laughs> he was. He was big time. Yeah, I know. He, he sta- he's standing up there like late night TV and ready to. He's like. So, a, Jay, play that he, song. and <laughs> He's the new chief spokesman for G-Fashion. Right. Yeah. Was that a G-Fashion suit, Roy? It probably was. Well, no, that's that's just a regular suit because, like, you know, Miles has been a big part of designing the clothes, and he tried to add the Chinese element to the suit. So, we like, I think G-Fashion doesn't have a, a typical, like, traditional suit, but it's more like a Chinese suit uh but it's still like a formal uh, you can wear it informal uh, occasion like uh, what david wear uh that day but like thanks thanks for uh, joining us during the uh live stream for the spring festival gala i mean like you uh, you guys probably don't know how popular you are like among the chinese supporters and whistleblowers you know and oh, the, the cool. and the segment we have i think it's it's kind of like the golden like the the best time because that's like we we started at 10 30 until like 10 50 or something that's like 20 minutes or 30 minutes before the midnight so and that that's when like everybody in china is sitting in front of tv and watching and waiting for wow. 12 o'clock to have the big meal so yeah but sadly they are just all behind vpns they're not even a number if you look at like the numbers on getter or rumble or youtube that like one view represents one vpn node and behind that vpn node there could be like three to five thousand people 
because the because of the great uh, firewall. So, wow. wow! Thanks for having us. Exactly, exactly. Listen, um, uh, uh, the guy in the video was talking about the decouple, and I know that Jive talked about decouple, but for him to say that is it's easier said than done. Is he is he saying that because so many people had been paid a whole lot of money, uh, and or or is he saying that because the CCP has dirt on these people and that's why they can't turn the money down? I mean, turn turn down the idea of decoupling because they're scared that the faucet or the spigot is going to be turned off and then they won't get anything else and then they might get in trouble politically. Yeah, well, that's that's a very good question because we uh, Miles talk about this for uh, like three years, five years. This uh, decoupling movement we finally, I think, uh, getting started uh, from last year. Um, especially, um, I mean, in Congress, like there are different uh, committees uh, going on hearings. I think uh, last month, at the end of the month, I think uh, January thirtieth and thirty first, there are like two back to back hearings on the CCP's, uh, you know, CCP's agenda uh, attacking the, the United States and the uh, threats like uh, in cybersecurity and TikToks and everything. I think, uh, well, you, you mentioned one of the biggest factor, which is like CCP's been uh, infiltrating uh, into, the, the, into the system, into the apparatus around the government and also the private sectors as well. Uh, and CCP has been using like military grade, national level military grade uh, power to infiltrate this this whole system. I understand it so well because it's been happening for so many, many decades, I would say, like for 30 years, 30 plus years. And uh, from the uh, Confucius Institute to the, uh, you know, 1000 talent program uh, to the joint venture, like people probably wonder, like, how has CCP obtained the technologies and high-end products like chips and uh, using it against the United States and giving them to the, uh, the, the uh, enemy of the United States, like terrorist groups. Well, we, I said we're, we're shooting ourselves in the foot because like, we're giving them the opportunity. They, they do this through three uh, major um, methods. First is joint venture. For example, like if you look at AMD, if you look at the, the involvement of Ch uh, China development banks, and the mm -hmm. semiconductor manufacturing international cooperation in Chengdu, like uh, though all those, we're talking about tens of uh, tens of mi uh, billions of dollars uh, poured into the joint venture in China, and that's where all these uh, high tech companies involved. Second, you mentioned bribery, threat, coercion, BGY plan, right? Hacking, those like are directly, you know, uh, from the MS MSS, the Ministry of State Security. Uh, right, we know we have lots of uh, pieces of intelligence on that. And third is investment, right? Like CCP would just buy, buy companies, buy technologies, and buy your products like drones and TCMC. They do reverse engineering and all that stuff. So you see, all these all these methods like are are, are to just infiltrate and get the technology and, and uh, you know very cheap and effective uh, way. Basically, there's no cost. And to uh, basically uh, compromise and take over the dominance in terms of technology. This is very, very dangerous, very important. I think this uh, people are bringing this up. Uh, people are, like in Congress, we're having this, all these investigations this is really, really important. We need to make it faster. I agree. <clears throat> Roy, and to your, uh, your point of the reverse engineering, 
Uh, I spent a long time in the, in the U.S. military, and I watched it. I watched us get new helmets, and I watched the PLA's helmets change. I watched us get new uniforms, and I watched the PLA uniforms change. You look at their naval equipment, everything. They reverse engineer everything. You've got, you've got companies that put out, I'm just using fake numbers. He put out a thousand copies of a software uh, system and they get 1200 or, or 2000 requests for updates, you know, so it's intellectual property too, but I want to talk a little bit. I want you to explain something to the audience. There's a group, a CCP group uh, known as Volt Typhoon. Uh, for those that follow this, it's also known as Vanguard Panda bronze silhouette. DEV 0391 UNC 3236 Volt and Insidious Taurus. Explain what this is, Volt Typhoon, and why it's significant today. Well, uh, it's very important to note that CCP has always been carrying out these kind of, I mentioned national level, national level, state-owned, national level cyber attack against the United States. They have the capability they have the intention and they want to seize the opportunity when the rival comes when the uh, when the war comes they will just do it they will they will just they will just hack into our uh, military you know uh, systems or, or uh, civilian use of power plants elect uh, electri electricity grids and and all these uh, critical infrastructures so that they can have a, a over overall you know huge advantage over the United States. And I think not just the United States, they're gonna do it uh, against Taiwan, against Japan, against so many uh, different countries, because we, it's already been happening to us, uh, to Miles for many years. Imagine like Miles is the most hacked person, right? It's like two independent reports is reported on, on that. One is, uh, one is from Stanford, one is from uh, Australian uh, Institute in 2020. It shows the uh, infographics of how Miles and how other uh, dissidents like Hong Kong has been uh, targeting has been hacked. And if you look at the incident, like the, the law firm been representing him for political asylum, I think the name is Clark Hill. It's uh, 500 computers were, were hacked by the by the CCP. And later, right. you know, the, the, the then vice uh, minister of public security, like his name is Sun Li Jun, right? Directly called Miles uh, saying like, if you, if you go onto a car, if you go in a car, I'll crash the car. If you go on a boat, I'll capsize a boat. If you go in the elevator, I'll make you dead in the elevator. And I personally experienced that because uh, for, for la last year or year before, I always uh, been uh, like working in uh, the one of the best office, office building, like in Manhattan, which is called Three, three Columbus Circle, right? And there at least happened three times. Yeah, at least happened three times when the elevator just stopped when Miles was there. Right. You can you can imagine how dangerous it is. And we talk about the the, the his boat, his yard lost control, like he's spinning in, in the middle of the river and his phones. He, he had so many phones because like he always get hacked. His WhatsApp number, his you know, uh, phone always get hacked. So that's that's the uh, scale. Um, and that's how deep the CCP can go when we talk about hacking, let alone we talk about TikTok. Like if you install TikTok, if you install WeChat, any Chinese software, your 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 phone is gone. And didn't they have, didn't exactly. have evidence that like they already infiltrated the U.S. cities uh, sites? Yeah, absolutely. There are so there are many. If you look at the hearing, um, well, I think uh, Christopher Ray uh, last month, like he just uh, testified in, in front of the Congress, right? He's very old and he testified that he just uh, first uh, exposed 
that the uh, the CCP has been targeting all targeting all these um, all these uh, critical infrastructure. They succeed in it, right? They succeeded, and they um, already hacked, and they've already got the evidence. And he, he and Christopher Ray already talked about this like last month. So yeah, they called it the I defining think, the defining threat of our uh, generation. Yeah. The, the sad part is exactly. nobody nobody trusts the guy. That's the sad part. Right. Now, Roy, speaking of threats and uh, all this crazy stuff going on, so it's becoming evident from your whistleblowing that Kim Jong-un is working with the CCP to test different technology, and he seems a lot crazier than China wants to let on. So they're not afraid to give him stuff to test. And it looks like the newest thing he's testing are overseas surface-to-sea missiles. Can you explain what those are, what threat they present, and and kind of how that technology got there from the CCP? Yes, absolutely. I think uh, Kim Jong-un and North Korea has been very aggressive, uh, starting from the beginning of the new year. It's been very aggressive. I think they, they have a... Uh, something like a, a regulation or, or, or constitution or something I don't know like but they changed it and then they, they claim that they, they no longer a same uh, nation or same uh, people with South Korea and they're gonna seek a war or, or conflict if South Korea provoke. I mean like look all these all these technologies all these uh, military uh, equipments and all these ICBMs we talk about ICBMs they tested the ICBMs but actually CCP's been um, helping them actually CCP uh, launched them themselves uh, them, themselves instead of the like uh, North Koreans and also we talk about CCP has been given uh, the 60 percent military grade uranium to Iran mm-hmm. and uh, and North Korea and now like if you look at uh, just I think just ha- happened uh, several days ago like United States South Korea and Japan conducted this uh, joint military venture in the Indo Pacific region. The, North Korea has uh, tested successfully tested the underwater nuclear drone system. Whoa! Uh, remember, I talked about right. the um, unmanned submarines and underwater drones, but they, but, but the North Korea has been successful in testing all these uh, new technology, new system called uh, underwater uh, nuclear drone system. And the technology again was given by the CCP. So that's why I said now, like the the the, the decoupling. Uh, of the uh, technological um, technological um, decouple is so important is because we're shooting our, ourselves in uh, in the foot again, right? Shooting ourselves in the foot by you know giving all these opportunities to uh, the CCP. The CCP has been stealing and, and getting all these technology and directly giving them to uh, North Korea and the North and North Korea, Iran, and terrorist group like that. You know, um, and looking and looking down at the border and. <clears throat> We've kind of mentioned it to you here, here and there, uh, and actually to all of um, the members that have come on to the show. But the 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 increase of um, Chinese um, people coming across the border. I didn't want to call them dissidents, and I didn't want to call them migrants, but um, the people coming across the border. Uh, you know, it's it's probably easier for us to say, you know, they could be spies, they could be uh, special forces, could be, but oh, military age males. Do you think that these are just regular 
Chinese people just coming across the border because they have to go to different countries from, well, from what we're hearing, they're going through different countries just to get there. Yeah, I think there, I, I believe there's a mixture of all kinds of people because like CC, well, you know, under CCP regime, like Chinese people are living like very tragic, tragic lives. Yeah. Uh, right. I think we, we all understand in this program that what CCP, what we, we, what we saw on CCP propaganda on the TV is not a true uh, Chinese people's life. Um, and uh, remember, there are like 800 million or at least around that, that uh, number, 800 million farmers who don't really own land and they, they live in actually poverty. If we uh, look at our like American standards, a lot of people mm -hmm. just try to try their best to escape communist China. Uh, I think a proportion of that, it's been happening, but now like CCP's uh, economy is imploding, like uh, there's an increase, we see an increase uh, right. of that. Uh, but also like CCP's been always been sending spies, right? Through the right. border, through whatever border, like they're gonna send spies over here. And uh, it's it's a great danger to our um, security, to our, uh, like to, to, the, to the national security. And, um, but, I want to say to to those like there are military men like uh, coming through there are spies coming through but like I think the most uh, the biggest danger still is the people who can um, affect the decision makers who can like have a have a negative a really negative you know uh, infiltration impact on the system um, and CCP would not hesitate to eliminate those people or get those people back. Um, when, when the time comes, when they feel it's, it's no longer useful, when they feel they're used against us. For example, uh, just a couple of days ago, we saw this, uh, um, this woman, I think it's uh, um, McConnell's uh, uh, sister-in-law, Angela Trow, it's a mysterious mm -hmm. death, right? She, yeah. it's, it was reported that she was, she was in a, the, the, mo the most advanced vehicle ever seen, Tesla, self-driven <laughs> herself into a pond and dr drawn to death. Oh, uh, Lord. right. He's just experiencely, uh, mysteriously like expired. In right? and, we, and it reminds me of uh, so many, so many different people like those uh, uh, other like uh, people like white gloves, like Wang Jian, white gloves, like, uh, you know, Jack Ma, uh, uh, Neil Shen. That's why Miles said those people will not end well because they've been helping the CCP. They have so much, you know, connection with with the Chinese Communist Party. And the and the uh, government officials and the amount of money, amount of fortune they help uh, CCP to hold or or launder is huge. And also another reason is because those people knows too much, and they they know too much. They they know what they did uh, for the Chinese Communist Party uh, to uh, to to undermine the the system and to help the oligarchs and the special interest groups. So I think those those people are posing a huge threat uh, to. To us and to the to the uh, to the patriots who try to get the uh, get the country back because they're not working for the people they're working for the CCP and for their own interest. Roy, um, I, I wanted to ask you something. I'm going to put a, a question from the audience up on the screen. Uh, you have a show, so you understand. There's probably several hundred people watching this show for the first time today. Uh, could you explain uh, what predicated the new federal state of China and what's the current state and who is? Miles Guo and the NFSC for the audience. Well, yeah, thank you for thank you for that question. I think uh, first I want to say uh, Miles Guo is a founder of a movement called Whistleblowers Movement. 
um, he started in 2017 by himself, and he later uh, there there are many uh, followers just joined this movement, and uh, lots of them a big proportion of this movement is that the members are from China inside China, and and they're risking their lives to deliver all um, the intelligence information on the CCP, um, and in 2020. Miles and Steve Bannon co-founded this, uh, the new federal state of China, and we uh, believe uh, this. Uh, we're gonna in the future we're gonna take down the CCP and bring freedom and rule of law, uh, democracy uh, to China, and have a one person one vote system. Uh, so uh, this this is our goal. We're working on that. We've been working uh, on this goal for uh, seven years. So uh, this and we now have we're 21 chapters around the globe. And around globe, we have millions of supporters, and there, there are more inside China. Just like I said, they don't, they don't have a, they don't have a name. They don't have, you, you don't see them on, on screen. You don't see them on social media platform. You see them. They're not even a number, but, but the majority uh, of our power, majority of our, uh, like uh, people, they're, they're in, they're in China, and they're, they're standing up or they're working, they're supporting us covertly and de- delivering all these uh, critical intelligence. We expose seven new pieces of intelligence on the uh, Spring Festival Gala uh, live stream. Uh, they're all military. They're all like for the very first time we, we deliver, we spread this, uh, spread the words in, uh, in the world. And we want the public, we want the American public and patriots to know that so that it's not misused, it's not politicized. Taking down the CCP, our goal is not partisan. This is a, non- this is a nonpartisan thing. This is about the left and death death or death of uh, our democracy, or of our of the United States and the whole world, essentially, because just like the opening clip you played, uh, it's the, the new world order. They're they're after a new world order. They're, they have this new axis of evil, and the United States and the the other civilizations are not part of it. We're we're, we're seeing like with the United States speeding towards uh, communism. Um, I think it's it's critical. It's crucial to understand that Chinese people. It, it's not CCP. The CCP does not represent Chinese people. And uh, we want democracy. We want rule of law. And we will uh, join force. We'll work together to uh, take down those global evil elites and take down the system that the people, the party Davos and the Communist Party and the Communist Party in the United States. And we'll win this war. Just real quick, Jason. Yeah. Uh, Roy, Miles is over your left, sh- over your left shoulder. Uh, in your camera shot. That's Miles Guo. What's his status? Where he, is he? What's going on with him for the audience? Uh, I think he's uh, doing well. He's now uh, still with uh, no, there's no bail for him. Uh, his trial is actually postponed to May 20th before it was April, but now it's May 20th because there's new, this new, uh, I think, ridiculous RICO Act, RICO um, uh, superseding uh, indictment. Um, against him but i think he's 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 strong uh, he's uh, he's uh, lawyers uh, working very diligently on the cases and on the do- documents he's been very busy i heard uh, because he wrote a beautiful letter for us uh, for the for the new year and he he's been busy like studying english and studying legal uh, documents and and having meetings with uh, with all the uh, lawyers and um I think, yeah, I think he'll be out um, after May 20th. And I think uh, this case is going to be a huge case. And a lot of people will get to know Miles, get to know uh, the history and the story of Miles and the new federal state of China and what we've been through. 
So um, I think, uh, yeah, I think uh, he will he will prove and uh, not guilty after that. I, I gotta say too for our audience that that might be new to the show, experiencing the NFSC for the first time. What what I find the most startling is all the similarities between what's happening in China, how you have these people that are ruled by this overreaching government fighting back. And that's really the same thing we're going through in America. We talk about it on the show all the time, censorship. We open the show talking about the weaponization of the legal process against political opponents. It It's crazy. But so, so you know, good learnings for anybody as a case study for what's going on over there. Uh, but one thing I wanted to touch on while we had John this week, they're talking about sending federal money to Taiwan, amongst other countries. That was a big hot topic this week. Uh, Taiwan, the anti-CCP guy, won the election a few weeks ago. And we've been waiting to see what the CCP will do to try to advance on Taiwan. Can you give an update on that situation between the CCP China and Taiwan? Yeah, I think uh, the CCP has never stopped uh, working, exercising and planning for the attack against Taiwan. I think we had a couple of pieces of uh, intelligence. We exposed that CCP has uh, designated Beijing North Research Institute base uh, in Xiangshan and mm. in uh, Fenghua Ling uh, as command centers for the Taiwan Strait conflict. And they've been like fully uh, operationalizing them, and the um, uh, the uh, operation is is going it's ongoing. Right, the CCP conducted a countless simulated war tests, right, and it's mainly focused on the uh, three-dimensional attacks from sea, air, land, um, and also uh, we exposed. Actually, we ha- I had this uh, beautiful interview with uh, the hosts from Big Mac Show, George and Lance. And uh, we, for the first time, we talk about a new type of uh, naval mines, which is called liquid oil mines, uh, yeah. which like the, the usual, like the t- traditional mines we talk about is in the water and those uh, huge iron balls, uh, magnetic or acoustic uh, iron uh, uh, mines. But uh, they have already mastered, the CCP already uh, mastered a new technology, a new um, naval mine that is on the surface of the, of the sea. It's very stealthy and... It, Upon contact, it will, there will be a strain. There will be a series of uh, uh, explosion and uh, fire, uh, and it's targeting the ports, of, uh, the ports of Taiwan and even Japan and U.S. bases. Economy, and they, they've already planning to do that. And uh, so, so remember this: this thing is very dangerous, and nobody's uh, ever uh, talked about this. But we have the intelligence on the CCP and what, what they're planning uh, to to do. And also, we talk about like they, they're planning to build 50 to 200 uh, secret bio labs in the Middle East and Africa in the coming years. Right. So uh, we t- like remember before, like a, a couple of months ago, we said they they've already built 11 bio labs. Now they're right. gonna build 50 to 200. Damn. Right. So it's it's beyond, beyond imagination. But I think uh, now CCP is very weak. I think as long as people are getting uh, people are getting to know, people understand how dangerous it is. And we started this um, decoupling movement and finally decoupled from the CCP financially, militarily, and technologically. I think CCP is going to be finished, even like in this year or next year. So, mm-hmm. uh, for example, like uh, Vietnam, 
we used we used to say like Vietnam is the most uh, the friend friendliness uh, country of the CCP. They've already held multiple high level official meetings to discuss what they're gonna do after CCP's collapse, after CCP's gone. So um, that's that's the situation. But still, I mean, uh, Taiwan Strait is very dangerous. Uh, 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 like from all the uh, sources, from all the uh, the intelligence uh, channels, we we learn. Um, well, we we must get prepared for a major war in Taiwan. It could it could happen in any moment, especially right. if his health conditions really really bad. He's not gonna miss this opportunity to 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 pursue his the grand reunification of the of China. Before before I let you go, Pamela wanted to know um, where have you what is the UN position on those bio labs? Um, idea of increasing them to 200 um, in those countries. Um, have you heard anything from the UN and how they felt about it? No, I think, no, I think the UN and all these uh, groups, they're, they're already corrupted. They're already compromised and the, um, they're, they're irrelevant, I would say. Right. I think, I think uh, we, we saw another piece of news, like uh, there's a control center, like just beneath UN's, um, Building like for for a terrorist group, I forgot it was Hamas or, or some other uh, group. So, uh, but Miles and we've been talking about this. All these all these uh, international organizations, the UN, WHO, it's so it's so easy for CCPs to compromise. They've already compromised all these uh, organizations. So, I don't I don't expect they uh, say anything or do anything. <laughs> Just like what I, WHO, they uh, well, if they do not, if they don't do harm, that'd be good for us. Right. So, um, but I think uh, again, our intelligence is very uh, well. It's our first-hand in, uh, information, and you don't you don't usually hear from other people. And always, like always, our intelligence will get verified um, th throughout time, uh, just like we've been exposing in the past. Right. So, um, so no, I don't think I don't think any other group, especially those official international organization, gonna. Uh, common because and another thing is that uh, they they wouldn't really dare to say anything against the CCP. Just like a, a lot of uh, people, a lot of um, high-ranking officials in the United States, uh, in other countries, they they always talk about China, right? They always talk about Chinese people, but they wouldn't even dare to say the word Chinese Communist Party or CCP. So, or let alone take, taking down the CCP. So we are many steps ahead of the curve. <laughs> um, before um, before I let you go, let everybody know um, where and how to support um, the NFSC and also um, uh, give our audience some closing, um, some closing thoughts before you go. Yeah, I just want to say um, thank you to all the audiences and all and, and to the Winter Pre-Show and to all of you. Uh, this is an amazing uh, platform. Just like I said, it's not easy for well, not every not every platform, not everyone are willing to work with us because of the CCP's uh, influence, right? Uh, including the a lot of uh, different um, offline platforms. For example, TPUSA is very br brave to work with and let us and give us a platform, a forum to uh, speak out, to reach out to the American patriots and. Throughout the experience, we found that American people, just like Jay, just like what you said, 
we found we're we're so much in common. We have a lot of similarities. We're the same people. We all uh, want the same thing. We want want to have uh, prosperity. We don't want war. We want uh, the, our government work for the people, not for their own interests. It's very simple, right? And the Chinese people are wanting uh, the same thing. So and um, that's why a lot of people like in, in inside the Chinese Communist Party um, working covertly for us. Uh, risking their lives, risking their family uh, members' lives to deliver all these intelligence. And we will continue to deliver the intelligence directly to the American public, right? So so that we, we have the information. A lot of the time, I don't think uh, the people are stupid. I don't think the people, they, they, they're just, they just don't have the knowledge. They just they don't, don't, have the, don't have the information because the government covered it up. Right. So I think uh, as we learn more, about how the world actually works and the, the evil nature of the CCP and its proxies, I think we're going to take them all down. And um, by doing that, I think uh, you can just go to nfseofficial.com. That's our um, website. And also, it's very important to follow us on uh, Getter and Twitter at nfsespeak. That's at nfsespeaks. Especially, I want people to focus on the intelligence We've been putting out it's it's very right. it's, it's crucial and you don't really get um that from other platforms thank you Roy. thank you so thank much you. and look take care over the weekend you have a podcast on rumble uh yes yeah, on alpha on alpha tv on, on getter and rumble and it's uh, the name is infiltration files uh i go left every uh two to four saturday there you go all right my man Thank you so much. And Thank you. again, you look good in your suit. Uh, <laughs> I got to let you go. But thank you so much, man. Thank you so much. Instant coffee. Decaf. Latte. Espresso. Americano. Coffee is the second most popular beverage in the world. In United States, more than 450 million cups of coffee are consumed per day. But the top spot for coffee lovers in the world is Finland. Where according to International Coffee Organization, each person consumes an average of 12 kilograms of coffee beans per year. But where did our love for this coffee come from? Coffee grown worldwide can trace its heritage back centuries to the ancient coffee forests on the Ethiopian Plateau. Today, coffee continues to reign supreme. In fact, coffee is of such importance in human lives. No matter where these coffee come from. We can all agree that a good cup of coffee can make our day. All right, welcome back to the Wayne Dupree Show. Hutch Bailey Jr., J. Rob, Jason Robinson. 
from Muslim Soda. We are coming into the last portion of our show. Don't forget to go to splitrockcoffee.com, type in WD, well, don't type in, um, add WD show when you check out and get your savings. Get your savings for this awesome coffee. Um, what was I going to, I was going to, I had it right here. Can I get 30 seconds real quick? Yeah. I wanted to cover something that's very serious. Uh, we had a, a congressman in the Senate or the House Intelligence Committee come out right directly after Speaker Johnson said that he would not vote, would not bring the Ukraine funding bill to the floor. Right after that happened, this guy came out and had a briefing and asked President Biden to declassify all kinds of stuff. There's brand new uh, information, brand new intelligence that Russia is doing something. And I just wanted to throw some facts out there before people lose their mind, including Matt Gates and MTG. Before you say anything, please make sure you research what the hell's going on. Right. Larry Johnson, who is right on par with Doug McGregor when it comes to real, no pretending uh, situations overseas, says that, and this was also backed up by Tucker Carlson's interview with Putin. Uh, George W. Bush withdrew from the anti-ballistic missile treaty in 2002, paving the way for Russia to make their own missile system, and they did. They proceeded to build up the world's best air defense system, which is comprised of the S-400, the S-500, and the S-550 systems. The S-500 is designed for intercepting and destroying intercontinental ballistic missiles, as well as hypersonic cruise missiles and aircraft for air defense against airborne early warning and control, that's AWACS, and for jamming aircraft, and was deployed in 2021. Steve Bryan, a seasoned U.S. defense expert, wrote about Russia's space-based nuclear weapons today and in 2018. Congressman Turner is hyping old intelligence. So make sure you people do your damn due diligence in Congress before you get in front of a freaking camera or cast a vote. Right. Exactly. Well, and we identified it on the show when we talked about they're shooting down this funding. You know, they're going to try to do something, false flag, whatever, to encourage American people to tell their congressmen and women to push this through. And the fact of the matter is, I did not see Russian space nukes as the vehicle they would use for that, trying to scare everybody. It's ridiculous. And Speaker Johnson, Mike Turner's a warmonger. You ought to take him off that committee. Yeah. Right. I didn't even, I mean, honestly, when I saw that yesterday, I let it go. Just like that. I was like, whatever. And, I, did, yeah. I did too until I saw Matt Gates and MTG come out panicking. Yeah. 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 Then I and, figured I got to do something. And I'm glad you did. I appreciate that. We, um, we, our phone number that you can call in is 1-800-895-5725. You can leave us a message while the show is going on, or when the show is over, you can leave us a message. And if nine, time, nine times out of 10, we'll, we'll play it during the show. Okay. We have a message. Um, this is for Jay, as a matter of fact. Rut row. Uh oh. Yeah. From Vancouver. Oh, hi. Jay, Jason, do you remember the $1,000 bet? Yes. Goes to my charity. 
It's on. 91 criminal indictments. Pick one. $1,000 goes to my charity. Don't forget. <laughs> I was going to say, Hi. the I made, Sorry I made the bet with Carl on April 4th uh, that $1,000, if Trump is convicted of a felony and the money gets donated to the charity of our choice. I was friends with Carl on Facebook, and then when I called him out for... Oh, that Carl? Or, yeah, that Carl. Oh, crazy. got the post it. He got the Facebook. He got the post-it notes receipts right in his head. Right, yeah. It's here, Carl. Thousand dollars, baby. It's going wow. to Eagle Brook Church. Um, that that's where you'll be donating a nice Christian organization. That's a church I go to on the weekends. But yeah, it was uh it, it was funny because he friended me on Facebook on my personal account. And then mm -hmm. we chat a little bit and and then he started defending the pedophilia books when they were talking. Oh. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm all about not banning books. And like the right isn't banning books. It's actually the left that bans books like To Kill a Mockingbird or whatnot. Mm -hmm. If you go back and look. And I'm like, the books the right's trying to ban are books like these. Should these be in schools? And he was taking the position that, oh, yeah, those books should be in schools. I'm like, you want middle schoolers and elementary schoolers to have instructions on bjs and stuff i'm like yeah. that's like awful and then i might have called him the p word no and then he unfriended me and blocked me so what preacher yeah carl i am so ready i've got it i'm i'm geared <laughs> you got up. a preacher you, you call him preacher or something uh no i call him a pedo <laughs> i mean let's be honest so, so far i how have we reached the point where people can defend putting pornographic material in public schools? Right. That's just, if we can't agree on that, you're too far gone. But yeah. Yep. So if we're in the, in the lighthearted mode, uh, <laughs> Wayne, we had a, we had a pod or you had a podcast. I was on it pretty mm -hmm. regular. And we had a fan on YouTube uh, that used to listen to us. And there was another guy that had a podcast. He was a blind dude. Named Lockwood or Lockhart. Yeah, old Lockwood. And, and he used to get mad at you because you wouldn't talk about him or something, or wouldn't yeah, yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't have him on the show. So this guy, also from Vancouver, uh decided to write a rap song about it. He oh, did, didn't he? Yeah. I just went, did you like would you like to hear that? Giddy yeah, go up. Ahead. Go ahead. Huh. <gasps> yeah, okay, okay. anyway yeah it was i mean uh 
we need to make that available so everybody can listen to it. It was clipping, so you really couldn't understand. Oh, that. I had it up too high. All right, my bad. Okay, yeah, sorry, okay. but that was my fault. That's okay. Uh, yeah, I remember. Oh, oh, I I don't know what happened to him either. I don't know. He he made he had this graphic of me looking like some kind of. It was bizarre, man. This guy was nuts. Maybe he, he's secretly Carl. It might be. It might oh, be. He's, no, no, no. No, he used to call guy. up shows. He'd call shows up. He couldn't get us. We used to punk him when he come on our yeah, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he'd yeah. go on like that baseball player show. Um, uh, he used to go Boston, on all Boston Red Sox guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chuck, no, Car, uh, Schmidt, Schmidt uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah. He went on that guy's show that was uh. Uh, oh damn! I'm not gonna remember the details. He keeps going on. Um, God darn! He keeps. Damn! These people must be so insecure. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he keeps getting them though. That's all I know. He keeps getting them. Eight hundred, eight hundred, eight nine five five seven two five. As you can see, it sounds great. Uh, and uh, we we will. I get notifications and I will get them up just as soon as you send it to us. If you want to send some of our guests questions, Sounds you can good. do it that way. Yeah, I thought that was smart when Roy was on. I mean, that might end up being a thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's easier, especially if it's done <laughs> when we're offline, then, you know, I don't know. Oh, no, 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 no. You know what I'm probably, excited about? Probably Monday wouldn't be good either. You'll never get a word in edgewise on Monday. Right, right, right. <laughs> Ask what I'm just excited to know Carl still listens. Our friend yeah, yeah. Hoover, after yeah, he blocked me when I called him a hito, that I figured he'd be done listening. But Carl's still there, baby. Thousand dollars. That made my Friday or that made my Thursday. <laughs> we um don't forget to check us out on Frank's speech. Yeah, FS1 daily. Okay. Um, they're still getting things straight over there, as a matter of fact. But when things are straight, you can watch us at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday on Frank Speech One. Um, that's that's what they told me, and that's I'm sticking to it. Um, Frank Speech One at 3 to 4 30 p.m. If you missed today, if uh, if your boss won't let you listen around lunchtime, you can watch us on frankspeech.com uh, or you can download the app and watch us on Frank Speech. Um, I've been asking questions about the economy. I've been checking some things out. And I know we, we have said on this show that sooner or later they're going to come and revised things later on down the road uh, to where you're getting fantasy numbers right now. But I, if I'm serious, they, they are really pushing out this great economy up uptick right now. Like, I mean, and they're having backers come and say the same thing. So if we say anything against this, and I was thinking about that. If we say anything against this economy the way it is right now, we look like we're hating, hate, hating on these great numbers that are that they're trying to push out. And well, 
honestly, I don't see it. I, I don't. I mean, it's false. You can go to the supermarket. It's not happening. Right. I, I mean, it's, it's not happening. Gas is already the last two months. Historically, gas is at its lowest price. Right. And that's every year, not just this year. And notice it didn't go down below the 299 it was before and the 250 it was before. But now it's starting to go back up. All the gas prices at every gas station are slowly starting to creep back up. All you got to do is go to the gas station or go to the grocery store, just like Wayne said. Yeah. All- we we do a lot of breakdowns of finances, and I go like deep into this, and we do it on our Substack. I mean, here's a simple math if you want to understand the economy. There is a 17% reported inflation since Joe Biden took office. That mean, Let's just round it to 20. And if you actually look at the numbers, it's closer to 25 to 30. What that means is that your $100 is now worth 70 bucks or 80 bucks. That's all that means. So when they celebrate the stock market being up, well, yeah, $10,000 worth of stock like in U.S. dollars, U.S. dollars worth 17% less. So add 17% on the stock. If your stock's not up 12, 13, 14,000, you're losing money. So, and this is where it's a big wealth transfer. Poor people, we have cash in our account and we pay bills. Rich people buy assets. And the asset, relatively speaking, continues to go up in value as the dollar decreases in value. And that's why for rich people, this economy is great. And that's why the left is the party of the rich. If you own Amazon stock, if you own gold, if you own a car, if you own a house, you are doing great. If you're a normal American like the rest of us, you are doing horrible because shit costs 20% more. (laughs) What type of coffee you got? So, um, in, In conjunction with what you just said, Biden went in, he changed what Trump was doing, things went up, way up. And when they start ticking down, when they start ticking down, not coming down, but ticking down, then they come to in front of the podium, it's like, look, look at what's coming down. Look what we did. You know, we it's like what retail stores like what you used to work, and uh, y'all just raise the price up around Christmas time and then say. We're taking 20% off. Right. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. So um with that said, let me um let me play this. Came heated, you'll remember, responding to the special counsel. No, this one. Biden happy with where inflation is right now? Well, look, we know that Americans are experiencing um discomfort because some important prices are um higher than they were pre-pandemic. But what I think is really important is that wages have gone up along with prices. <laughs> so people are better off um, than they were. Why? You can say wages have gone off, but I've also seen, okay, well, guess what? If wages are gone, gone up, then why am I seeing all these people getting fired from these major corporations and stuff like that? Thousands and thousands. So who's getting the money if the wages are going up, but thousands are getting fired? Who's getting the wages? The leadership of President Biden and Vice President Harris, we have created 14.8 million jobs uh, throughout the country. Inflation is cooling and wages are rising. We know that there's more work to do. 
to ensure that everybody feels in that uh, economic success and that we're building a resilient economy uh, that works for everyone. Are you better off now than you were in January of 2021? No, I'm not. I mean, that's, that's me being honest. I'm working five times harder. When I calculate everything, hours worked to amount of money bringing in is nowhere near as high as it was in 2020 or 2021. How do you feel? I worry. I mean, I have two kids who are 19 and 21. What I'm reading and hearing about the job market, I'm scared for them. I'm really scared. You hear about some of these cops not being paid, checks bouncing, the defund the police movement. What is it doing to your city? The morale of the city, the officers aren't going to work. We're losing officers left and right. You can't recruit officers when that's happening. Um, when Cori Bush and Tashara Jones called for defunding of the police, and that, what does that make it sound like? You know, they and then they said, you know, the citizens are like, well, what does that mean? No more police on the street. And they tell them, no, we're putting social workers on the street. But what people <laughs> don't realize is the social worker doesn't go out there by themselves. They're riding in a car with a police officer. Yeah. So that's taking an additional officer off the street. It, they're not really reducing the manpower. They're just giving them other jobs to do, and it's taken away from the street. And the citizens are suffering. They're, they're not seeing the police. They want to see the police out there, and they're not seeing them. There you go. You want to understand this? Just look at Ecuador. And you'll right. see you'll see why they're doing this. Mm-hmm. They got the army in the street in Ecuador, and the, and the people in the street are cheering them on. It's disgusting. But it was done on purpose. That's the economy. That's the economy. And that's why that's why I played the 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 Democrat bullcrap at the beginning. And then you saw regular people speaking oh. about what it really is. And that's I mean, because I don't want us, I don't want people to say, well, y'all just hating. And no, if you look at it, and I, actually the only people that would probably say that we were hating are probably lawyers and rich people and stuff like that. Because everybody else around, like us, like you said, Jay, we're hurting. We're hurting. We're tired of spending $200 on three three items from the supermarket. That lady in Michigan that's worried about her kids and the economy ought to be worried about her kids in the draft. Yep. Yeah. Well, and wrapping up the economy, it it's so funny. And for people that have worked it with big companies, you see this all the time where somebody takes up a fake number and then makes it seem like it's a big thing. So let's say Twitch. No offense to our Twitch viewers. We don't get a ton of Twitch viewers. But if Wayne came on here and said, we had a thousand percent increase in our Twitch viewers. And, mm-hmm. and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. we got 10 or whatever. You know what right. I mean? And it doesn't move the needle. It doesn't make a difference. But I will say um, we won't have a financial crash, I don't think, for the election because all the people that they benefit from Joe Biden winning, if the economy crashes, Joe Biden is guaranteed to lose. So now um, something something else that we've been seeing is the cognitive decline of um, Joe Biden right in front of our eyes that the report that came out now is bipartisan. I mean, no, now it's partisan. It's a partisan thing. Look, y'all can't have it both ways. You got off. You got off, Biden. You got off. You could, I mean, he could have came and, 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 and brought charges and stuff, but you got off. He said that you were going dumb, though, but you got off. Same as they did with Hillary Clinton. You know, Came out and told you all the crimes she committed and then said, never mind. Yeah. Here is um here is a montage. 
he could not remember within several years when his son Bo died. Last week, the president criticized her for asking him about it. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. But tonight, NBC News has learned that her never asked that question, according to two people familiar with the interview last oh. fall. They say it was the president, not her or his team, who Be first lying. introduced Bo Biden's death. The sources say the president got the date, May 30th, correct, but not the president year. Is President Biden happy with where inflation is right now? Well, look, we know that Americans are experiencing prices. With him on foreign trips, he's at the top are better off um, than they were pre -planned. Called President Biden a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Do you agree with that? I absolutely disagree with that. I work very closely with President Biden, and I'm often with him on foreign trips. Well, check this out, Cookie. Um, you were eating mushrooms over I was getting ready to say that. This is the lady that was in China. Eating mushrooms grown in human dookie, <laughs> and then told everybody, looking looking like she was off on another planet, you know. So you know, I mean, whatever. Here's Thanks. the thing, though, for Yellen, Yellen's part of the accepted upper class, the rich people. This economy is great for her, and and, and people like Grandma. her. You Grandma. know, and, and, I mean the the oligarchs. Mm -hmm. The the super wealthy, the people of positions of power, like this is a great economy for look, them. Look at her and where she's looking. She got a she got a lustful look in her eye for Joe. There, it looks like. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say too, all these Biden officials getting up saying he's at the top of his game and he's so sharp, and, and yet you'd think for all these people saying that somebody could produce a tape of him like in a meeting being sharp and. Like asking tough questions and that representative Aguilar, whatever he's saying, all that right after he voted to have the border stay open. Right. Oh man. Here we go. He's at the top of his President Biden is absolutely fit. Trump is the one who is crazy. I think he's the one who's a liar. He's the one who has proven uh, that he cannot be report In the report, it said that President Biden is an elderly man with a bad memory. Do you think that President Biden is mentally fit for office? That was a partisan report, and President Biden has been absolved of any criminal war. I prefer an elderly man uh, over an elderly man who's just chaotic and crazy and has 91 felony counts awaiting him. I can't stand that guy. I can't stand all of them. I can't stand all of them. They're gonna lie right, right in front of our face like that. That's, that's just. I mean, but, but you know, that's what they do. That's what they do, and that's why I don't, I don't have no sympathy in getting in, in shutting down the, the federal government for a couple of years. I really don't. I think they're at a level that maybe they've never been before. I think so many people distrust them. I mean, I, I'll give you an example. When I started seeing this report from, from Ray, or if, if I see anything from Ray, I immediately, my guttural reaction is to not believe it. Right. I, it has to, I got to look at it three or four times to change my mind. So that's not, that's not a very healthy thing. And I know I'm not the only one. Well, we're getting ready to roll out of here. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. This is our Friday, your Thursday. I don't know. I don't. 
We said that today. But this is our Friday, your Thursday. We we broadcast Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday from 12 to 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And like I said, you can watch us on Frank Speech um, from 3 to 4.30 uh, when they get things moving along. And then we'll let you know when that happens. But uh, again, have a great weekend. Don't get in trouble because uh, I wish we had bail money for you, but we got prayers. Let me, um, we got uh, J-Rob, final thoughts, and then we got Hutch, but final thoughts, and then we're, then we're going to get the hell out of here. All right. Well, hey, Hutch, Wayne, great week of shows. Uh, and, you know, folks, if you're sitting there and you're thinking this news spins around, I mean, there's 10 topics we didn't even talk about today. And if you feel it accelerating, it is. And it is going to continue accelerating between now and and the election because people are waking up seeing that our political establishment is corrupt. The, the politicians, we talked about layoffs at newspapers, people are starting to wake up. And that's why it's important that you watch shows like this, because we try to tell you the stories that you're not going to see on CNN. We try to tell you what's really going on, given mm-hmm. our opinion. So that's why we ask you to like, comment, and share the show is because it's important that other people start waking up that we have a corrupt government and a corrupt media. And that that's what you can do to help the battle uh, on a personal note, go to church folks. Uh, we're, we're all going to need to find faith and family as we get through these next eight, nine, 10 months. And then when Trump wins, the work just starts. So find God, it's going to make it all easier over to you. Hutch. The other thing too, ladies and gentlemen, is you got to stop pretending. You can't, you got to filter things out. There's no way that we're $2 trillion in debt every single year added to the debt and that we have a booming economy. Those things don't mix. Exactly. Right? Right. But just say there's a couple different things going on. Uh, the illegal border crossings are now surging at the northern border. Yep. Oh, so pay attention for that. There's no fence up there, by the way. That's true. A uh, couple other things. George Soros was just caught buying 220 radio stations prior to the 2024 election. Wayne's talked about this in the past when he listens to music in the city on different city stations. Pay attention to that, folks. We'll cover it a little bit more. And finally, for the weekend, um, a Delta flight from Amsterdam to Detroit was forced to turn around after maggots fell on passengers from an overhead compartment. Uh, They found a suitcase with rotted fish in it that busted open in the overhead and then nasty, nasty, nasty. Have a great weekend, folks. I don't know. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.